Welcome to the F3 American Gamer Podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they transition from sad clown to high-impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am Short Circuit, your host, and today I am uh, I'm I'm glad to be able to bring on um, our our dear friend Gunny. So welcome, Gunny. Thank you, Short Circuit. Um, Thanks for having me. I didn't realize how plush and nice you have it here in your studio. <laughs> this is amazing for all you out there in uh, listening land. Just just know that this place is a it's a show place here. <laughs> So T clap and on that respect, T claps to uh, to Bird's Nest and Spam Greensboro Spam, not F three uh, Winston Salem Spam. They also apparently have a Spam, um, but T claps to Spam and Bird's Nest. We are actually currently recording this in Search Ministries, which is their office over um, in Greensboro off Battleground. So thanks again to them uh, for lending us the space so we can uh, we can have this time. All right, um, let's jump right in. Name Arama. Name HF3 name. Pat Tillman, 45, Gunny. Gunny. Now, I, I, I was thinking about this. Um, I was, I've been trying to think of every guy that I've had on the podcast so far. Like, what's a funny story that I could share about them? The only one that came to mind was the first time I queued, which was June of last year. Okay. I don't know if you remember this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I was really trying to get everything set in my head. So oh, I got to think through the exercises that we're going to do and the places that we're going to go. And I called out, I'm like, all right, so we're done with Warmarama. We're going to head over to Eagle Physicians. And everybody made a big deal like, oh, Eagle Physicians, so prim and proper. <laughs> and I just remember your, your comment, like coming out of like right behind me at my left ear, you're like, oh, yeah, the doctor is in. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why that just stuck with me ever since, so. I wanted to share that. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah we are never short of uh, mumble chatter and, and right. jabbing, even if it's a new cue, which is the worst time that you want to have any, <laughs> you know, meta chatter happening. But, uh, <laughs> meta, but I'm glad you took chat. it in stride, and yeah. and I wasn't uh, I wasn't a jerk about it. No, no, that was great. <laughs> All right. So, how long have you been coming to F3? I started. Uh, F3, my first workout, I think it was just a few weeks out after it had actually launched um, initially in Greensboro. So I, my first workout was November 7th, okay. um, 2014. And so um, it was a weekday workout. Uh, it was the only, we only had one AO. Mm. Sounds so in the story. Back then we had just one Back workout. In the day. We walked there and uh, <laughs> there was no extra credit. We, <laughs> we didn't call it that. We just ran to the workouts. Um no, I had the pleasure of uh, clown carring with Amphibious, okay. who was uh, the one that got me out there initially, and Nancy. Uh, His name uh, keeps coming back up. Yeah, yeah. Well, and rightfully so. Uh, Amphibious was my backdoor neighbor, and, and Nancy was uh, lives uh, just a few houses down. So I was fortunate enough to really have those um, two men, mm-hmm. very high-impact men, uh, right, sort of surrounded me, and I've joked in the past, and not completely in jest, that um, I think there was some probably divine intervention there that I had those two guys mm-hmm. kind of <clears throat> as my pillars, as it were, mm-hmm. um, one kind of behind me and one sort of to my flank. Yeah. But uh, Amphibious was part of it was a redwood, and so he 
he and I had met at the gym. And so just randomly, I didn't realize he had lived behind me like three years Mm -hmm. and I didn't, didn't know, we didn't know each other. Uh, He did have a very, he had a very annoying dog, (laughs) a yappy dog. Um, uh, But uh, outside of that, uh, we didn't know each other, unfortunately. Um, But uh, met at the gym um, and uh, in that, you know, sad clown kind of sifter uh, thing, we're going to the gym and just kind of, but, you know, we struck up a conversation and. Uh, he had talked about F3 and, and, and was almost evangelical about it, which I totally get now. Yeah. And uh, he sent me a, a – I think he sent me a backblast, and I was like, what in God's name is this? Is it military? Is it paramilitary? Is it a cult? Is yeah, it, you guys are using all these cult terms. Yeah, I see, I see a lot of acronyms. That makes sense to me. Um, but uh, anyway, I'll to keep it brief, um, yeah, he, he uh, was after me for – a few weeks because literally F three had just started, yeah. And so uh, we went to that that first workout November seventh, and it was a Wednesday nice. at uh, what we know as is Natty's Hump. Okay, um, so almost five years now. Yes, almost yes, that's awesome. All right, and now what is the what does the typical week of posts look like for you? Yeah, for me, it's this well, is just for guys if they want to if they want to find you. Sure, I'm usually a three day a week guy. I would love to say that that um, you know I as it, it, it's ebbs and flows for me. It, um, at one point, I was doing the five, four and five day yeah. week workouts. Now it's about three, mm-hmm. and I really stick. Uh, I was joking about this yesterday. Um, I think with Mall Cop or no Guiding Light. Mm-hmm. Guiding Light and I were having a conversation at the Cross Ruck yeah. yesterday morning, um, and he was asking the same thing. Hey, I haven't seen you around. And and I told him uh, in full disclosure, I pick workouts where I can sleep the latest and still make it on time. <laughs> so you might not find me at Oak Ridge, <laughs> aka Virginia or Summerfield, yeah. uh, or Jamestown. No offense, love those guys. And uh, but uh, unless I now I, I have been known to be EH'd. And and if you want to, if you want me to come out um, to your workouts, um, please text me three three six four one eight one seven two nine. And, uh, or for anything else, if you need anything, if you, you know, need to move furniture, whatever, um, or just lean on somebody, uh, please shoot me a text and I'll come to your workout. Uh, Jay Love's great about doing that. He'll, he'll EH me and say, hey, man, let's go over here. And so that gets me out of my comfort zone a little bit. But, yeah, about three days a week. Okay. And are they consistent? Like you're a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday guy? Or? Yeah, they, they really are. Um, I seem to be more in the Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Or you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. Gotcha. So, okay. and I, I just I just came from a workout. I was at Wakanda this morning. Yeah. So, um, um, for the and for those of you who are listening who don't know, Wakanda is our uh, latest and greatest, mm-hmm. right? Latest and greatest AO, the new edition. We're going to give a shout out to them as well. I'll mark it on my paper here. Um, but that was a that was a labor of love on the part of Paula Dean and and I, I think Gilligan. Yes, um, mm-hmm. to really put that together for pushing more towards Eastern Greensboro, which has been fantastic. So um, I have yet to make it out there myself, unfortunately, but in due time. All right, let's talk about life before F three. Sure. So tell, tell me about your fitness before F three. Yeah, so um, you'd mentioned you were already kind of going to the gym a little bit, right? Exactly. So uh, prior to F three, um, I have three children, and and they were obviously younger younger than. Um, two daughters and a son. And uh, because I was in the Marines, fitness, 
you really have to learn how to make pain your best friend, you know, <laughs> to sort of get through all that. Yeah. And um, so that really, um, for the first time in my life, when I graduated college and, and entered the U.S. Marines, um, I really started fitness. I mean, I played sports and I was a decent athlete in high school, and but I never touched a weight really to speak of. Um, and uh, so not until I joined the, the Marine Corps. And so at that point, fitness is thrust on you in, in a major way at a very uh, sophisticated, uh, sort of elite um, level. Mm-hmm. So that equipped me with a lot of fundamentals it, when I was done with the Marines and started you know, entering into the professional, my career and, and raising a family and all those things. So that helped me. So I, I stayed with lifting. I really was about lifting weights and trying to keep that body mm-hmm. that I had in the Marine Corps, uh, which becomes progressively more difficult to do <laughs> as you age. Um, no, really? Yeah, it's amazing. I'll, <laughs> I'll t- tell you about it maybe offline. So that was uh, something that I was pretty, you know, stayed with pretty regularly. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was, you know, it wasn't like I was just uh, had really let myself go. Mm-hmm. Um but as we all, I think, at least for myself, learn, you really don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And F3 teaches us there's so much more than, than just fitness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fitness for me was, was really uh, from night, I mean, from night, you know, from the time I entered the Marine Corps up until I started F3, I mean, fitness was, was a part of my weekly routine. Gotcha. Okay. So, so not, not too much. Uh of a hampering regarding the fitness level when it came to that, that first workout or anything along those lines. Right. Yeah. I was fortunate. I, I really, uh, I admire the courage of men that have, uh, for whatever reason, um, whether it's just, uh, uh, you know, biologically or whatever, they are not in, in good shape. They've mm-hmm. let themselves go or whatever's happened. And to come out that first workout, I know how nervous and, and how much anxiety I had, even as a guy that, um, I was riding with two of my good friends. Yeah, I, I knew them very well, uh, Nancy and, and Amphibious. Uh, I was in okay shape. You know, I felt like, well, I can get through forty-five minutes. I don't care what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, just mentally, that. It, but I just uh, there are so many stories out there that that I know you're well aware of that um, of men that come out that are in really poor shape. Yeah. Um, so for me, I was, I guess I was fortunate because that, that I wasn't in that camp. Mm-hmm. So it was a, just a little easier for me to, to, to start. Gotcha. Now tell me about, tell me about your fellowship before F3. Mm-hmm. What was the kind of the nature of your, of your relationships? Yeah. It, you know, it's funny in the book, Free to Lead, it, it's, it's amazing that, that Dread and OBT, really hit so squarely really the pro- the dynamics that are happening with men across the globe mm. if you you know i've uh i try to reread it every year or so um but i just remember some of the ethos and hallmarks of of the book the sifter um you know the bowling ball and all those those metaphors that mm. that they put in the concentrica circle of life and your impact i think what is the other one that I love? The d- dolphin and the daffodil. Dolphin, yeah, yeah that's the D2X. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, it, I really was squarely in that camp. Mm-hmm. My relationships were very surface. Um, I had some work friends that were uh, really based on because they were convenient because I'm showing up at the same place, so 
I'm going to eat lunch mm-hmm. typically, so hey, let's <laughs> and maybe a beer here or there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's that kind of I think they call it the double howdy. You know, it's hey, how you doing? And, and yeah. even at my church, you know, my relationships um, weren't that deep. Uh, I did have a really strong core of friends, uh, a small group uh, from high school and college that I really was um, stayed in good contact with. And then in the Marines, I had a, a handful of, of men that I'd served with, mm-hmm. um, both in country or in CONUS and then overseas, mm-hmm. that I had a, a... But there again, they're not here, yeah. a lot of those people uh, in Greensboro, per se. Um, so I was missing that. Um, that deeper level relationship yeah. with men, and uh, I'm very much a um, relationship kind of person. I mean, I enjoy embrace uh, connectivity with people, yeah. and um, and so I was absolutely missing that. And you don't, and again, you sort of you don't know what you don't yeah, know, you don't know that you're, you're missing until you, you're you're given that. It's kind of like before you're married, you really don't know <laughs> what you're missing. Uh, yeah. Before you have children, you you don't realize it until you're. Uh, walking that and and going through it, so yeah, I was squarely in that camp. Um, mm-hmm. Just um, really nothing more than the surface ornamental yeah. type of relationships. Gotcha. So fitness is fitness is good, fellowship lacking. Yeah, very superficial surface relationships. Because some of the legacy friends, some of the work friends, mm-hmm. the uh, I love that your term the double howdy. That's great. Yeah. Um, it's- all right, so tell me now. You alluded to it a little bit in the last uh, in the last question. Tell me about tell me about your your faith before F three. Now, this is always kind of a, a touchy subject. Um, obviously, we don't specifically within F three ascribe to one specific religion, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, whatever that means to you, um, I know many guys have expressed that they've grown up in church. They've um, kind of attach the the labels the sort of the legacy labels of what they've grown up with uh, from their family but whatever that means to you what did your what did your belief system in something outside yourself there we go that's what i was trying to get at what mm-hmm. did your belief some belief system in something outside yourself look like before f3 yeah great great question um well i was uh <clears throat> like i'm sure i assume m- many of us um, raised in a church uh quaker church okay um and had that, it was a great opportunity, and, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, it was very important in our house growing up my, mm-hmm. with my parents that um, that service was a big word that was used at our dinner table mm-hmm. and serving others. And my parents really lived that out. Um, they were both lifelong educators, and my mom was a 30-plus-year teacher, and my dad was a teacher, coach, principal, and a superintendent. <clears throat> and so... Uh, that's what we talked about, and it was all about community and kids and schools, and and so that all dovetailed in nicely with, um, you know, what Christ calls us to do. Yeah. Um, and so I had that great foundation that was sort of built, um, but for me, it quickly sort of evaporated as I entered, you know, my late college and early professional career in the Marines and then in, in, in the private sector. Um, and I felt myself sort of going through the motions of church and mm-hmm. uh, Bible studies, and I never quite latched on to anything mm-hmm. for very long. I mean, yeah. I, would, I would get excited, oh, there's a new Sunday school class, and, and my former pastor 
came then came to the church I belong to now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was, oh, I was I was all in again, and so I went through this sort of um, fits and starts or ebbs and flows with with my spirituality. Yeah, and and I just and and then. F3 came along, mm-hmm. and I really felt for the first time, and I've, I've said this before, um, and, and I have a great church family, but I felt more connected when we started our third F at Harris Teeter. Yeah. It was the first third F, I guess, second third F location that we, um, and gosh, we, oh my gosh, we wrung our hands over like, where are we going to do it? And <laughs> it's, you know, and should we do it at the shelter, you know, the little picnic shelter or take it somewhere? And um, you're so, you're so afraid you're going to break F3. Yeah. You know, like, oh my gosh, if we do this. The entire nation's yeah, riding I mean, on me here. Yeah, the pressure, oh, the pressure. But we uh, started that and uh, I remember meeting with Kilowatt at Tap Room and we sat down and ironically uh, at a bar and we we mapped out like what a second or a third F second location would look like. Sure. And we hunkered down and um, we put that together and uh, we started with um, uh, we did a, a book and then we we did free to lead and uh, we did Wild at Heart was our first mm. and I'll tell you that that Bible study or that small group gathering changed my life. I felt like for the first time I really got it. I really felt like. This is what it means because I've got a handful of other men that are raising families and they're building their career. Mm-hmm. You know, they're right in the trench with me, and there was something so powerful um, for me that I never missed. I, I just almost never missed it, and, and I purposely cued it for the first year yeah. because I knew if I I would have to be there. Yeah, um, it's amazing when you're. On the queue, you you show up, right? Um, <laughs> what are the so, odds? so I did sort of by design, and I and I felt like God, I need to give this away at some point. I mean, I can't, but it, it selfishly I, I needed it, and 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 it I felt like I was really at the peak of what a spiritual life meant, mm-hmm. and I mean I have every bit of F three, and the men that were coming to those um, small groups early on. I don't. I don't want to start name dropping because that'll get me in trouble. But but they know who they are, and, mm-hmm. and and gosh, some of the things we discussed and shared, and uh, just the vulnerability in those circles when it got real. Yeah. Um, it it it. I mean, it changed my life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. It's a wild at heart. Yeah, that was our first um, book that we. And who's uh, that by? Do you know. Oh gosh, and you were gonna ask. Um, <laughs> um, John Eldridge. John? Okay, I remember. Whoa. Hey, nicely hey. done. Nicely John Eldridge. Done. And then his wife did a a book based from a woman's perspective. Yeah, yeah. And so we actually did that one. And uh, and then we you know, we did some other things. Um, and then it, we would do just daily topics, devotionals. We we did a number of things nice. in, in that little Harris Teeter. Um Little cafe area right yeah. there, uh, kind of right behind the Starbucks. Sure. Um, great, great days. Really, really great days. That's awesome. All right, so so we've seen um, some of the the light. Well, we've seen the life before F three, right? So your fitness, n- no problem. You did time in the Marines. Uh, your and your, your quote, make pain your best friend. We're, we're going to hashtag that one. Uh, <laughs> that's going in the back class. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> your, your fellowship and your and your faith, you're talking about kind of having the, the surface superficial relationships and then your faith kind of doing the, the ebbs and flows is, you know, on fire for Jesus one day, yeah. cold the next, right? Absolutely. And as many of us go through. All right. So, so tell me, you, you alluded to it earlier, or actually you talked about it earlier. Tell me about that first workout. So we know Nancy and Amphibious mm-hmm. EHJ. They've been working for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the – so you said it was November 2014 was the only AO. Which which workout was it? It was the Wednesday. Um, was it Natty's Cornwallis, Hump? Or no, Natty's Hump. Natty's yeah, Hump. Excuse right. me. Yes. <clears throat> and I'll give you a little quick backstory about, you know, that workout that morning and how it came to be. I met Amphibious. He was, you know, definitely a great, one of the, the best, uh, you know, EHers in the business, I would say, between he and Nancy. And um, I had been, you know, sort of gaffing him off and, yeah, I'll, I'll come. And then it was election night. I'll never forget. It was Tuesday night, mm-hmm. that November 6th or whatever. And um, I was handing out uh, literature for a candidate at the time mm-hmm. at my little precinct, Christ United Methodist. And Amphibious walks up that, that evening. It was about 6 o'clock, and he's like, hey, man. You know, in his quintessential <laughs> way, like, he put his arm on my shoulder, you know, his big old paw on my shoulder, and uh, he said, tomorrow morning, me and you, you know, it's, 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 it's on. I'm like, I was like, yeah, it's, it's, and it's election night. And I was like, I didn't know I was going to be going to the party headquarters and, and hanging out and watching the returns, and, you know, it's probably going to be up a little late. Yeah. Um, I was like, I don't know. I was like, it's, he goes, well, man, if you don't think you can handle it, just tell me. <laughs> So, okay, oh. now he's thrown, you know, yeah. that, you know, he knew how he to push my gauntlet. buttons. Yeah. And that's what's so great about an EHer. They, they know, it's like a coach. They know how to yeah. sort of just how to push your buttons to get you to, to, you know, reach your potential. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> Felt like Wyatt Earp, you know. <laughs> and hell's coming with me. Um, and I thought all night, I was like, I'll, I'll show up. And so I told him I would meet him. show at, him. I would, yeah, I told him I'd meet him in his driveway yeah. at, 515 because mm-hmm. I just had to walk we had a fence and I popped the fence and sure enough I I got to bed kind of late mm-hmm. and um, you know but I got up and I met him in his driveway and uh, and he I remember I was there a few minutes before he came out and then he came out and said I didn't think you'd show <laughs> and <laughs> still like challenging me like you know it's not enough you know I'm, I'm here and so we um yeah, I think we scooped up Nancy, and then we we hightailed it to the workout, and Wojo was the cue. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I walked up, I saw, um, I know, knew as Eric Heck, butt fumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had done some work. Fumble butt. Yeah, we had done some work in, uh, through through another uh, – prior to that and uh, for a long time, and, and I'd known him. Uh, didn't know him, know him. Mm-hmm. It was just more of an acquaintance uh, and uh, – He's like, hey, and I thought, oh, friendly face. And then um, people were coming up like, hey, I'm a unicycle, and I'm speed bike, and I'm speed bump, and whatever, backstroke. And um, I was like, yeah, yeah, well, what's your name? You know, I was like, <laughs> I don't know, you know all these nicknames. And, and um, What's your Christian name? Yeah, <laughs> what's your God-given name? Um, and But, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, it, it started um, what's been one of the most rewarding things in my life. I mean, there's no question about it. Um, yeah, Wojo was the cue, and uh, – you know, there were probably you know ten or twelve guys there that day. Um, I don't remember them all, but I remember J Love and Butt Fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we were the only F and Gs that day. So we go around the circle, and Nancy has a great story about this, about his nickname and my nickname. Um, and so 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. T- um, Wojo was not the cue. He was there. Swiper was the cue. So Swiper was down. That's right, because it was still in its infancy. I mean, they were we were still being planted, quote yeah, unquote, yeah. by Winston. Mm-hmm. So Swiper from Charlotte was uh, staying in Greensboro. I think he had family here or something. And in any case, um, he was cueing a lot of those early workouts, okay. and he was fantastic. I mean, it was by the book, just like they you know started in Charlotte. Yeah, he was the cue. So he actually named me. Um, they go around the circle, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Pat Tillman. You know, I've whatever three kids. I was in the Marines." And he just stopped and was like, "Gunny," <laughs> and you know, I was like, "Okay." No, I just, just kept my mouth shut. Like that, yeah. Right? yeah. And then uh, they came around to Jeff Carey. I think Nancy was standing right beside me, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, "All right," and he's like, "Jeff Kerrigan," and they're like. Nancy, you know, and he just, it was just, it got out ahead of him. I mean, it, there yeah. was no turning back. And yeah. So uh, we joke about. The moment he mentioned Kerrigan, it was over. It, it was, it was unfortunately uh, over, but, you know, he's a great sport about it. But So that was his first time too? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. We, we posted the same, same day. So. Wow. That's awesome. Same anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> um, in any case, but yeah, it's, I always tell that story about amphibious, you know, him, on election night when I'm out there. Uh, and, you know, we had talked a little before, you know, it, it there was a little um, EHing going on prior to that, but that was the seminal moment when he basically closed the sale, if you will, uh, right out yeah. front on election night of uh, of the precinct. Yeah. No, I, that statement of if you think you can't handle it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's how I got in the Marines, man. You know, that's what got me. To, so, sure. That's awesome. All right. All right, so Natty's hump. Wojo was there. Swiper was on cue. He gave you her name. That's a little unfortunate. He just fired off Gunny without even – tell me I don't remember. It, yeah, it really I, – I said two or maybe a couple things, and then I went and said, yeah, I was in the Marines. Um, I mean, I got out basically, yeah, my name and where I lived and yeah. had three kids, and, and then it was – I just went – you know, I was like, well, where do I take this? I think I'm, I don't even think I got into my professional career stuff. I just, it was that and it was, it got was it over. over. Yeah. And that's the cue. The naming back then was, again, I don't want to be like, you know, I'm not saying it was better or worse. It just was, yeah. is what it was. It's, the naming was, was, it happened quick. And there was, if there was any back talk, I'm doing air <laughs> quotes for you out there in listening land, um, air quotes, back talk. Um, you got slapped with a with a Sheila or a Darlene or a, you know Nan, you know, Betsy or whatever. Yeah. Um, just ask. Um, yeah, just ask Linda. Yeah, our friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you. Uh, yeah, but uh, nice. <laughs> All right, so so let's talk now about life since F three. A lot of it you've already spoken to, mm-hmm. so it's going to mm-hmm. be kind of rehashing. Mm-hmm. Your fitness, obviously. Fitness is never really a problem, but you did point to something earlier, and that is sort of finding the gaps within the fitness. Um, so, so it's still question remains. Tell me about your fitness since F3. I'm sure, it hasn't dramatically increased like maybe some guys, but tell me about it. Yeah, um, I think there was a time where I really um, was in my best shape uh, probably a year, two, two years ago. I mean, I was doing a lot of the um, – Crazy, stupid, and utterly pointless yeah. uh, events and Blue Ridge Relay. I got talked into that by Kilowatt mm-hmm. and Wojo and some others when we first did that in 2015, I mm-hmm. think. That yeah, and so um, done that twice now, or I've done it twice, and I was a driver last last time. Okay, I think I ran one leg. 
Um, you know, we got into the rucking. I mean, so I, I really need to, I really, now that uh, obviously the new year is, we're well into the new year mm-hmm. uh, and the weather's turned, you know, I really want to get back to the four and five workouts. And it's not really, I'll tell you, and you know this, it, it's not for the fitness per se. I mean, that's a great benef- side, bene- uh, you know, outcome. Yeah. But it's the guys. I mean, yeah. like this morning I'm driving into, you know, the Dudley and the sun's coming up and then I pull in and Square's out there setting his bricks out and his cones. And I met a couple new guys and, you know, Paula Dean and Mall Cop, we just, Nomex, you know, we have little, these conversations in these moments where you get to kind of reconnect with guys, yeah. um, especially at the cafeterias and the, the fellowship opportunities that are out there post-workout. Mm-hmm. That's what, what I miss is the relationships. It's the, the bear hugs and the, the high fives and the fist bumps that you get. And yeah. people know your name, yep. you know, and, and, and that's important. And um, and they recognize when you're not there, right? Too. Yeah, exactly. And and that's uh, another thing, you know, you, you hear that. And, and to be missed is, is um, I think every man, you know, it, it means something to, you know, to be missed and absolutely, um, and, and for good reason. So, and so, so now tell me, and uh, you're you segueing for me here, Gunny. This is beautiful. Um, tell me about your fellowship since since you've been coming to F three. I mean, it seems like that's what you already spoke about. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, it's it's been fantastic. Um, and and this sort of gets this dips into the the spirituality part too. So, probably a year and a half ago, I had a really. Um, a difficult time in my life personally, and uh, and I had, was responsible for, for that, and um, it was uh, I sort of hit bottom again, and uh, in a way that uh, was just a real challenge, and uh, I just you know guys just <clears throat> really came out with um, open arms because when I went through that. I felt in a way like a fraud in mm-hmm. some ways because, well, I think about the quote, the North Carolina state quote, essay quam videre, to seem, um, to be rather than to seem is the quote, to be rather than seem. I felt like I had kind of reversed that in my life. I got caught up with a lot of things that were, were distracting me, mm-hmm. um, to put it lightly. And so I was... Yeah, things were. I'd gotten things really out of order, mm-hmm. and so um, sure enough, I mean, and guys knew. I mean, there were guys that knew the details and mm-hmm. um, specifics, and and some I had shared, and some I had not. But um, it was just a really reaffirming situation that um, we really do rally around the men, mm-hmm. and uh, it's about. You're going to go where you're looking, you know, let, let's, well, it's, I mean, it's ironic. We're entering into Easter weekend mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Christ's message of, I will help you fix the broken pieces mm-hmm. if you're willing. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, I think to me, the redeeming message and, and that's abounds in F3. Yeah. And that's what we have that's so special um, when guys are going through a difficult time, whatever it is, or, or a, you know, there's a, fam- a loss in the family or what have you, just to see that firsthand and and uh, just it's simple you know it's like hey give, giving you a phone call or checking in on you and mm-hmm. offering up themselves to 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 be of assistance so um that's yeah um I was definitely 
a drift and and have felt like I've been pulled back in and yeah. in a real positive way. Yeah. Well, and I think it's I think it speaks volumes to sort of the the nature of F three, right? The um, <clears throat> the core, the nation's core principle, one of the core principles, right? Leave no man behind, mm-hmm. or leave no man where you found him either, right? The the idea of I'll come back for you, right? I won't leave you, but I'll also I'll help pick you up. But part of that too is you have to want to be picked up, right? You have to want to um, to reach out in that respect. Um, and I I think there have been a number of guys as well who even even having F3, even having that, that shield lock, those guys that they can come alongside still end up going through the grinder, right? Still end up going through these massive overhaul moments. And so uh, being able to being able to lean on those guys and really to, to, to sink into those relationships is incredibly valuable. And I think, mm-hmm. again, just speaks volumes to if you didn't have F3, what would you have done, right? You, you probably would have gone, done the same thing that you've done before, put yourself right back into the sad clown syndrome so yeah well awesome well gunny thank you very much again for for sharing all that with us this is this has been incredible this is a this is a great story here i mean you got so much good stuff um do you have any any closing thoughts for the packs anything that you want to share um a, a verse scripture a quote mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just the general life advice anything. yeah well I'll, I'll do two things if you'll uh spare me the luxury no <clears throat> one thing is i just i i i love seeing what new chapters we're going to write mm-hmm. and, and how we're going to grow and, and what new adventures that we're going to pursue uh, with, with the leadership we have. Um, you know, it, it is very much like some of the older guys like myself that have been around a while. You know, you step back and look and you see so many new faces and, and you don't know their names yet. And you're, hey, what, what's that guy's name? Because you want to know their name and yeah. make them feel welcome and, and a part of the packs. And, um it's just been really encouraging to see our growth and that um, if we're not growing, you know, we're going backwards. And so I, I certainly uh, believe that we're growing and, and doing it the right way and new AOs are popping up and there's so many opportunities now. Um, so I just, uh, I can't wait to see what's next. And I'll share a little quote that um, to me uh, has always been something that reminds me of, uh, of, of F3 and it's uh, it's by Theodore Roosevelt and okay. it's called The Man in the Arena and I'll just share that here yeah um, it is not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust sweat and blood who strives valiantly who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his play shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Mm. That's strong. And thank you for sharing that. That's 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 incredible. My pleasure. That's by Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Awesome, man. 
Well, if guys want to get in touch with you to reach out, um, if their story, if your story resonates with them, how would they get in touch with you? Sure. I gave my cell phone out earlier, but I'll do that again for those that don't listen till the end. <laughs> Uh, or do listen Fanny, to me and don't Fanny. listen to the, the, Yeah, they skip through, right? Um, Cherry Pickett. Uh, it's 336-418-1729. My Twitter handle is, oh gosh, at Patrick Tillman, F3 Gunny. Patrick Tillman, all right. And we'll we'll include your... Or at Pat Tillman, I don't even know. Something I just know it's F3 Gunny is the, the call sign. Yeah. Um, and I mean, my email I'll, is pat tillman916 at gmail.com. So that's P A T T I L L M A N 916 at gmail. Awesome. And if you want to send me a carrier pigeon, just kidding, that's, <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> Challenge accepted, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, look, Gunny. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just, yeah. Well, Gunny, thanks again very much uh, for coming on. This this has been a true joy, and I, I really have enjoyed this a lot. So thank you very much again. Guys, um, you got Gunny's contact information um, if you want reach out to him. But uh, otherwise, stay sharp. We'll, uh, we'll see you in the gloom. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp and we'll see you in the gloom.